centuries, mankind has been fascinated with realms outside of our conscious awareness. Through a series of interviews with practitioners, guest speakers, and experts, Liberate the podcast covers all that and more, from health and holistic healing to the supernatural. We aim to educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today we're bringing in another one of our own amazing practitioners that we have. Uh, She comes from a family where there's a trio of healers and actually, um, you know, I would say that if we consider her nephew too, then it's it's four healers in the family. Um, (laughs) But uh, today we're bringing in Jen and she's going to talk about emotional wellness. And I think that it's also interesting to kind of touch base and talk about what it, what it was like growing up in a household where everybody has these amazing magical gifts. So Jen is the daughter of Beatrice, who you, some of you might've listened to that podcast. Otherwise you can definitely go back and reference that. Um, Monica is her sister. She did a podcast with us a while back, but again, both of these, um, Monica and Beatrice both also work at Liberate, and so does Jen. And, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about a topic that I think is amazing and that isn't talked enough about, in my opinion, in the in the spiritual realm, and that's emotional wellness. So, Jen, welcome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate that. <laughs> that was the best introduction. You asked me what it was like to grow up with a family of healers and psychics. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was It was pretty interesting. You know, mom already has that sixth sense of knowing what their child feels. And so I just couldn't hide anything from mom. So, <laughs> so she always knew. <laughs> she always knew what I was doing and how I was feeling. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> so there is no hiding. Yeah. And, um, you know, talk to us a little bit about why, um, why emotional uh, wellness and what, what that exactly is and how. And let's dive in a little bit deeper to that. Because, I mean, you also have your own gifts as far as being uh, clairvoyant, extremely intuitive, clairaudient yourself. And so you hear things, you see things, you pick up on intuition, and you have all of these metaphysical skills. So we shall say, so we shall say if I can talk. But, but um, you know, emotional wellness, a lot of people would probably classify more in a physical well-being or like a psychology well-being and, and, and not as much as, as the metaphysical. So I want to hear yeah how you tie both of them together and what is emotional wellness for you yeah absolutely overall I hope people live with less overwhelm gain more clarity and have more joy in their life so that's the ultimate goal Um, but emotional wellness is really focusing on the inside and your feelings and emotions Um, that's something that's not touched on a lot because I've had a lot of clients that um, either they're not expressive when they're growing up about their emotions or they're not um, relationship issues and things like that. But I think being emotionally aware aware is the basis of everything, of your well-being, of your health, of your life in general. Um, So Why, why do you think that emotions are so important? I think for many reasons. Okay, let's hear them. <laughs> well, first off, every time you have an emotional reaction to something, and the difference between feelings and emotions is that your feelings are coming from your mind. So you're thinking about something, thinking about a feeling, thinking about being mad, but the emotion your body provokes is anger. 
Okay, so it actually has a chemical reaction within your body as it is already. Every emotion that we feel, our body reacts. For example, in the anger emotion, our body begins to release cortisol. So with all that cortisol surging and on top of stress and daily life, um, our body doesn't know how, what to do with it sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. So that starts to affect your well-being, starts to affect even your, your gut, your mind-gut connection, and it might even begin to give you like brain fog and all these things, right? So it's just like one piece of the puzzle upon nutrition. So something I was um, saying is that I like to be part of like your healthcare, <laughs> okay. your team, right? So you have your nutritionist, you have your chiropractor, you have your doctor, your um, all those people, and I'm part of that. I like to okay. defend myself on that because it's a whole thing about being holistic. So these emotions, well-being, your emotional wellness is very, very important for me because it's the basis of how you're going to conduct your life. It's the basis of how you're going to give um, value to your life. So if you have an emotion towards something, if something gives you happiness, say your, your career gives you happiness, then you want to like keep going, pursue, reach the next level, reach more goals, embrace life, right? Mm-hmm. But if I say it's the opposite and your job is not giving you all the excitement, if it's sucking the life out of you, draining you, maybe you're done with your 9 to 5, you're tired of it, you don't feel like you're compensated good. So it's, you see, if you change, like notice my voice, it starts to like dampen your energy. Your body begins to feel it. You begin to feel low. So your emotional wellness has a lot to do with how you feel about life, how you live life. Okay. I can t- I, I, I'm following you. Now, um, there was a couple things that, you know, I've heard in the past, and I'm sure that you can uh, touch on this a little bit more about, you know, even if we take emotional wellness into the form of the metaphysical realm, uh, you know, a little movie done some years ago uh, called The Secret would talk about how your emotions <laughs> yes. are, are the state for manifesting. Can you touch a little bit on that, too? Absolutely. Oh, my God. I love that you brought that up. Uh, it brings me so much joy because your emotional wellness is really the key to manifesting anything and everything in your life. That's what I feel. That's what I believe. And I've found it time and time again in my clients. Um some clients come to me like from one to ten and like one being like the worst depressed, you know, like affected. Um, when they're done with me, they go up to an eight. And in some cases, they go up to a ten. And the whole point is to get them further ahead, right? Yeah. So why does that why am I telling you this and why does that matter? Because the universe only understands vibration. Mm-hmm. And your emotions emit a vibration. Okay, so it creates this chemical reaction in your body, but it also emits a vibration. Anytime you say to someone, "I love you," the word "I love you," the word "love," is a huge vibration. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, um, Dr. Emoto, uh, known for his like water resonance, and if you tell a glass of water that you hate it, the crystals in the water will change. If you tell a glass of water that you love it, the crystals in the water will change. And both crystals are completely different. One looks ugly and one looks beautiful like a snowflake. You can imagine which one that would be. Yeah. So it's the same thing. You're emitting a vibrational a resonance with your words. So, And then you add emotions and, emotion. and yeah. feelings to them. And now that's like boom, rocket fuel to those words. Absolutely. So imagine if you're visualizing the things you want in life, the things you want in life, right? Putting an emotion behind it. How are you going to be feeling when you get those things? 
And then your body starts to feel it. Your body starts to feel abundance and success now instead of in the future when you reach that. Okay. So feeling it now, it's what is going to attract more of that stuff into your life. It's like a magnet. So you're vibrating at that frequency, at that highest frequency of love, abundance, vibrational being, so you can attract more and more and more of that to your life. All right. Okay. I got so excited. <laughs> I got so excited that it, yeah. Okay. Um, now, what got you to really start to focus on this? And, and you know, I say this if I, I can backtrack a little bit because, you know, there's, there's all these different theories out there. And, and, and I think what most people are finding, especially more now than ever, is that we are an intricate s- system, that there's all of these different aspects to ourselves that, that have a foundation. But for many years, people would either, you know, different groups, different schools of thought would say, oh, it's all about, you know, your nutrition, or it's all about, you know, um, it's all about your financial stability or it's all about your, your, you know, like, and then if you get into the metaphysical world, it's all about your energy and just getting an energy healing or having this or that. But, you know, what was it for you that got you to really say, hey, there's something to this. And I know that you understand all the other aspects because you include all of that. So I'm mm-hmm. saying that because it, you talk to everybody about all that. But what was it about emotional wellness? And if, if there's a story that, that I mean, because I believe anything that leads anybody into anything normally affects them personally, right? You know? <laughs> so, so how do you know? <laughs> yeah. Because it's, 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 what, it, what, it's what drives our emotions is if yes. there's something that impacted us or, or a loved one, which is an impact on us. It drives for that curiosity. It gives us the fuel to study, to to go down a certain road. So what was that for you? It was a couple of things, to tell you the truth. And I have one story specifically, but it was a couple of things. Um, First off, the world of healing has always fascinated me, right? And so one of the first things that fascinated me from the get-go of alternative healing to your health was that I read somewhere, no, I actually heard somewhere that monks were healing cancer just by chanting. Mm. And that touched me so much. I didn't have cancer, and I don't, ha- I don't know anybody that had cancer at that time. But it was so miraculous because at that point in time, I had thought that cancer was just it and you're going to die. Okay. So I was like, monks are healing cancer just by chanting? Um. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> There's going to be more to this. So at 13 years old, I got diagnosed with what felt like a death sentence, really, which was rheumatoid arthritis. And so I, at 13 years old, I had the bones of an 80-year-old lady, right? Wow. So I felt like my life was over, pretty much, at 13. I felt like I, my athletic career was over. Um, a few months after that, I began to not walk, like I couldn't physically walk. It would take me 30 minutes to get out of bed. It would take me – I would need help from my family to help me button up my pants, help me feed me, you know, all this stuff. Like, it was bad. And so I remember that story, right? And so I was like, wait a minute. How can I begin to heal myself? 
Because at this point, let me tell you, <laughs> I also come from a background that has some really crazy stuff. And so I went to like a witch doctor who would like do these crazy things on me. And I was like, okay, listen, buddy. <laughs> yeah, remember she grew up in this like, <laughs> I, yeah, my life. Inter- interesting household. Okay. Yeah. Of Hogwarts. Pre- yeah. My life was like, I went to the magical school of Hogwarts. So I was like Harry Potter. Um, and yeah, so I went to this witch doctor and it was like, it wasn't working. I was told that if I would put myself on an anti-inflammatory diet, it would work. But the anti-inflammatory diet wasn't as it is today. So anti-inflammatory diet meant you had to be on a whole bunch of pills back then. Mm. And eat and drink milk and eat and drink like a whole bunch of like wheat and more bread and more cereals. and what <laughs> All is the today? stuff that makes you inflamed? <laughs> yeah, and what is today? The opposite, right? <laughs> So I wasn't getting any better. <laughs> Today it's like, here, eat a whole bunch of turmeric. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So from that, I remember that story and I said, is there something that I could chant? You know, because I didn't know any better. Is there something I could chant to say something like that? To reverse my autoimmune disease? Why was my body attacking itself? And it's not so much different from cancer. It's bad cells go bad and then your autoimmune system has cells that say, hey, you're a bad cell. Let's, let's kill it, right? Yeah. So I began to ask myself, what is this? And then I began to dive further deeper into like the research of uh, like Dr. Emoto with the water, the resonance, the energy, the vibrational. And I did my research here, here and there. And above all that, the common denominator that everything had was your feelings and emotions. When you're eating something, be mindful of the food you're putting in. You're being aware, feelings and emotions. What are you? You're being grateful for the food going in. When you're getting an energy healing, you're releasing anything that doesn't serve you, releasing forgiveness, anger, resentment, feelings and emotions again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, intentional yoga. When you're doing restorative yoga, it's you're focusing on the breath, combining, releasing anything, releasing the old self. So it's again feelings and emotions. So it's like, is there something to feelings and emotions? And then I saw the secret and I was like, well, that's manifesting. I don't see how that can apply to my physical self, but it has to do still with it because I'm trying to manifest a healing on myself, right? Mm-hmm. So I started to dive deeper. I wanted to know everything has a vibration. So what is the vibration of my ailment so that I can counteract it? Yes. Right? Everything has a vibration. I've just finished saying that. Everything around you, your socks, your your necklace, your hair, your being has a vibration. Everything has a vibration. So I said, what is the opposite of that? And so I began to dive deeper into vibrational energy, really. Mm-hmm. And I began to find out, like I said, about the water, the doctor, the food. So now I started to do that on myself. What if I start to chant the word love to my body? Yeah. And when I was 15, remember, 13, between 15, 13 and 15, I couldn't walk. I was literally bedridden. I would literally drag myself from bed to the bathroom and then ask for help and then drag myself back. So I, I was essentially like a burden and then wet. That's what I felt. And I felt depressed and all that stuff. And then my mom, being holistic like she is, being the amazing person, she comes in and so she says, what if you start telling your body that you love it? And I'm like, I don't love it. But I don't love it. She's like, I understand. But what if we start loving your body? And I was like, against it. You know, I had resistance and stuff. But 
after she left and, you know, she leaves you alone, mom leaves you alone, you're like, fine, I'll try it, right? <laughs> so I started chanting to myself, body, I love you. Body, I love you. And then I was like, body, I do love you. Then I actually felt it and I started to believe it. Body, I really do love you. And thank you for all that you've, you know, done for me so far. Because before I got super sick, I was able to go to school and I was able to jump. And thank you for, and I started to like have this gratitude, right, towards my body. And what happened is that by loving my body a little bit more, my sadness and depression began to lower. By loving my body a little bit more, my happiness began to increase. By giving myself self-care in a whole new way opened up the world to so many things. Yeah. So I didn't need to go to these monks to get to ch- get chanted, right? Or like travel miles. I could do it right here in my own bed. And I started to say, body, I love you. Body, I love you. Body, I love you. And it's, I, I don't want to say that as if by magic, because it took a lot of work. You know, yeah. the road to recovery was tough. But I want to say that I do give my healing to that. And now I just want to say, not only does she do wellness, she's taken her physical health and her well-being from somebody that, you know, could barely walk when she was 13, that she's a personal trainer. So she's getting yep. other people into <laughs> physical physical endurance and, and, and works out all the time herself and everything like that. So it's really like kind of taking that and allowing mm-hmm. that weakness to become one of your superpowers, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Which oftentimes what people go through ends up being able what they can help lead others yeah. through, right? Now I know how to help people overcome like rheumatoid arthritis. That's my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but most importantly, I help people get stronger physically, yeah. mentally and emotionally. So what would be like, what's a emotional wellness session like, you know, mm. what's your emotional wellness session like? Because there, I mean, that, that term and that terminology exists out there, but yours is a little different given that all your gifts and everything that mm-hmm. you do. So if somebody was to come to you, mm-hmm. uh, what could they expect? Mm, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm unique to my own emotional wellness. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when someone comes to me, usually um, a lot of my clients are millennials, really. And a lot of my clients come to me for success and how to balance success and their health. Mm-hmm. And so they come to me saying that usually um, they feel drained, uh, fatigued, that they can't handle the environment they're in anymore and they want to move to something else and their body is getting taxed. Um, they feel more tired, they feel more brain fog, and they're like, uh, like their energy is just depleted. So an emotional wellness session is I begin to assess um, all their emotions that they're feeling. I listen to all that. Um, I gather the emotional stuff so that I can begin to pull that negative energy out of their body. So I actually tell my clients, tell me all the bad stuff. Tell, don't, don't sugarcoat anything. Don't put any cherries on top. Don't tell me, yeah, but I'm grateful for it. No, tell me all the yucky stuff you don't want so that I can begin to pull that. Because remember, we're talking about negative energy creates a vibrational energy in your body. And that's the mm-hmm. thing we don't want. So by pulling that, I do a healing on your body. Um, usually laying down and I begin to cleanse your body from this negative energy, this negative like feeling. I reboot your chakra system. Right, So I go through every energy point in your body um, until you begin to center yourself and connect and realign to like your home base or creator's energy or the universe's energy. And after that, 
you feel 100% light. <laughs> You're like, because <laughs> I've had clients that are like, oh, I feel a little dizzy. I'm like, it's normal. It's yeah. totally normal. A lot of gunk just got out of you. It's like a detox. Yeah. So my sessions are really like a detox. Like an emotional detox. An emotional like, detox. Let's have you vent that and release that so that you can start to feel or think about things mm-hmm. a little bit differently, right? Yeah. The, the second part, you said that, is um, changing the perspective of things, which is very important because we get so bogged down on the negative stuff and how we're doing so bad in this area that we forget to look for the lessons. So that's one of the things I help my clients with, reframe their life, reframe their moments so that they can begin to move and start seeing like the light at the end of the time. Okay. Can you give us an example of a client that you have? Yeah. Okay. So recently... Um, I had a client who was practically homeless. Okay. And so she's kind of living almost out of a suitcase and her trunk. And so she said, Jen, I just, I just can't. I just can't anymore. It's tough. And so she gave me all the yucky feelings. I feel this is a, current, a recurring cycle. And I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. Okay. Because also another thing, when it's a recurring cycle, it's something that hasn't been healed. And it's a lesson that hasn't been learned. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I grabbed that. I kept that in the back of my mind. Okay. It's a recurring cycle. She gave me all the feelings. I feel horrible. I feel shame. I feel guilt. This shouldn't have been happening to me. Uh, why me? So I started take, taking notice of where those feelings were coming from. And if anybody has felt any of these feelings, you can actually close your eyes. And when you feel something, you can pinpoint it in your body. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's within your chest, in your head, your neck. And there's many other points, but the most important one is like your chest right so as she's saying that i'm telling her okay so she just bent it out and so she she closed her eyes i began to do an energy healing asked her for permission she goes okay um and i gave her some homework because here's the thing it's a two-way street um, we're very proactive so we do alternative healing right the restorative mm-hmm. but then i also give you homework because afterwards it's up to you to continue in that path yeah in that energy in that high vibrational state yeah, just like if somebody came to you for personal training, you might guide them through some exercise and stuff like that, but they have to continue. Yeah, like it's, it doesn't end. <laughs> it doesn't end. It's a maintenance. It's not, it's not a one, one, one session and suddenly they're fit for life. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I gave her some homework and I told her to begin to journal some stuff. I told her to journal um, her feelings, her emotions, and to journal really, you know, um, just, yeah, her feelings and emotions. So at the end, I gave her a little caveat of like a manifesting session okay and so I I had her see in her mind's eye what it was like to live in the perfect scenario what is it that she wanted she told me well the perfect scenario would be me having an apartment so that I can keep my cat so that I can um you know just be safe and I told her okay so I want you to imagine a place that feels safe homey that your cat is there and I want you to describe that place to me. And at first she had a little trouble. But I was like, let's just imagine. What would this place have? And so she told me it would have a couch, it would have a bed, it would feel like this. And I was like, so where are you currently working? She told me, oh, I work at this and this. I was like, so go home. And she kind of like jerked her face like, wait, I don't have a home. And I was like, in your mind, go home. Go to that place you just described to me. What does it look like? Oh, my God, it feels amazing. It feels like, it feels like it's there. And I was like, okay, that's good. Okay, so we closed the session, and she felt kind of like, I don't know. This feels a little odd. All of this was just kind of like too woo for me. I was like, don't worry about it. Don't question it. Don't expect anything. 
just don't know. Don't worry about it. Well, she goes, okay, well, thank you so much. You know, okay, I was like, cool. I wasn't expecting anything either. I was just like allowing to, things to happen. That night, she happened to go to a party that her friend invited her to. The next morning, she comes in and she tells me, Jen, I have a place and my cat can go. Aww. So beautiful. I was like, oh my God, that blew my mind. But that's the power of like, we, we you know, I, I, I'm always fascinated by people when they are so mesmerized or they put up so many blocks and miracles to happen and exist within life. Mm, And all I ask, even the most skeptical person that exists, you know, that really like scientific rocket engineer or whatever the case may be. I mean, then even if it's a rocket engineer, I'm like, wait, you're, but you're building a rocket, right? To go out of this world. And uh, you do realize that we're in this, we're being held together on this mask lob where it's more space than it is matter. And we're being held together by this invisible force called gravity. And we orbit around this atomic bomb that continues to explode called the sun. <laughs> but yet you're, you're having a hard time believing that it's a possibility to find an apartment for you. Like, I mean, when you really like take yourself out of yourself for yes. a moment, Absolutely. The fact of, of this whole existence that we call life, and there's so many mysteries beyond what we could even ever imagine. And I think that that's one thing that I love to like help people see, and I think yeah. that I get that from you, is just like stand in the mystery or the magic in the allowing. Like We don't have to know how or why or all of these other aspects. And the moment that we start to get into our mind, we start to build all these beliefs and blocks and saying like it can't or these these steps need to occur. And you know we put into our model of the world that already exists instead of just feeling it. I think that that's what I love about hearing you take this this woman on this exercise is you're like, okay, but don't say that you don't have it yet. Just feel. What is it like? Just feel it. What is it like? Right? Yeah. Like, take away the notion that maybe you don't have enough money for a deposit or you can't afford the certain rent or that, you know, it's going to take weeks to find and then you're going to have to buy all this stuff. Like, take away all of what you think you know and just feel it and see. Yeah, one of the things I tell uh, my clients is that sometimes we want to control. We say to the universe, all right, universe, I want a box with the following dimensions. 10 by 10, I want it a certain color, that's going to be red, and I want it on a Tuesday at 3 p.m. Okay, universe, thanks. And the universe goes, but I had this really big one with sparkles and amazing stuff inside for you on Wednesday. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and you're just cutting the universe's inspiration to allow for the best and highest for yourself. People often do that with love, right? I think that this this person or that person or whatever the case, (laughs) and then, but maybe that they would wait a minute that this person they would meet, you know, a month later, a week later, a year later, five years later, whatever the case may be, but, you know, trusting in that feeling of what you want. Yeah, trusting that feeling. Right now that you said uh, relationships, I remember hearing someone say that they were manifesting uh, a spouse, and they wanted, uh, she wanted a, a husband, she wanted a husband, she wanted a husband, like it was set. So I was like, okay, well, first she needs to start dating someone, right? Okay, cool. But what she did is that every night she would make a space for him in her bed, even yeah. though he wasn't there yet. So she would pick a side of the bed. 
and she would like sleep there every night just because she wanted to make space for him <laughs> and he showed up and he filled that space <laughs> isn't that amazing yeah <laughs> that was really cool yeah how quickly um i don't remember to tell you the truth okay. i don't remember yeah but i remember that story and i was like so cool. I'm going to make space for my bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what else? What else do you want to share about emotional wellness? Is there anything else? Or is there a tidbit of like uh, wisdom or something that you could leave everybody with? Mm, I think um, maybe like three tips. Really. Okay. Yeah. Three tips yeah, that anybody like, yeah, can do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. how can somebody, I mean, of course, like, you know, people can come and see you here, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and everything like that. And you can find Jen on her website, liberateemporium.com. She's at her Los Feliz location and all that stuff. But, you know, um, but where can, what else can people do if they're hearing this and they're saying, okay, I want to start making these changes mm-hmm. in my life? Yeah. One of the biggest tips I say is um, start to become aware of your emotions um, and you can do this by grabbing a journal and really sitting down and just tracking your emotion it's the same thing you would do as tracking your food intake um, you would track your emotions so something happened to you at 12 p.m. you didn't like it track that something happened to you that was amazing and made you happy at 2 p.m. track that you know and what was it and how did it make you feel um, because if you do that for three days straight you'll notice where your mind is and it doesn't necessarily either good or bad but there's always room for improvement and so you can track where your mind currently is and see where you want it to go because more people want to be more positive have a more um, peace of mind and things like that so that's one of the good uh, ways to track that Um, the other one is to do any yoga exercise movement with intention okay so anything like that that uh, helps you breathe with intention, a walk, helps you breathe with intention, helps you become more aware of your body, mm-hmm. and puts your mind into the now, puts your mind into your own body. So you become aware of your body instead of always living in the future or thinking crazy things or like, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do that, and your body's just going and going and going. So by you taking a walk, taking a breath, focusing in on the now, you begin to notice, oh, I think I'm thirsty. I think I'm hungry. When was the last time I ate, you know? And that happens to me because I sometimes, like, we go on for days or hours and, like, oh, I need to eat and I forgot. (laughs) You know, things like that. Um, The third thing would definitely be to get a healing. Whether with me or with anybody they feel resonated with, um, to get a healing because it's like a tune-up for your body. Just like a chiropractor is a tune-up for your body, um, energy healing is like one of the best ways to rebalance your aura, your energy, and your emotional well-being. I love that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, just a, l- a little plug on that. If, uh, you know, if somebody's listening and one of their blocks are, I financially can't afford it, just know that every month on the third Sunday of the month, we do a free healing clinic and one of the and we we also do another free healing clinic on another day during the month so twice a month you can always count on us to offer a free those as as free they're shorter than a regular full hour session uh but you know and then of course uh 
we have Jen and other amazing people here too in other places. Uh, you know, if you're listening uh, a far, far away or wherever you might be in the world. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Jen. I think you gave everybody a lot of wisdom awesome. and knowledge. Thank, thank you, everybody, you. for listening. Uh, once again, if you want to locate Jen, you can find us find her on uh, at Liberate Emporium. Um, please feel free to leave a review. Five stars is great. Leaving a rating in the star system is amazing, and we really appreciate that. But if you could just take a moment of your time and write a few words as far as a written review, it really helps for us to be all, our, our podcast to come up so more people can have and listen to some of these episodes that we create. Thank you. Until next time. <laughs>